Hello everyone and welcome back to Six to See. This week is once again an amazing week for movie lovers. The Fear Street trilogy is coming at its end this week and we will finally see LeBron James in the new Space Jam movie. Also back is Never Have I Ever and one of my favorite shows premiered 8 years ago this week. More about that later in the episode because of course first there's the 6 to see of this week with that one Space Jam A New Legacy. The standalone sequel of Space Jam from 1996 which starred Michael Jordan. This live-action animated sports comedy movie directed by Malcolm D. Lee stars LeBron James who also acts as a producer as a fictionalized version of himself along with Don Cheadle, Chris Davis, Soneka Martin-Green and Cedric Joe and live-action roles. It also features numerous Looney Tunes characters such as Bugs Bunny, Sylvester and Foggen Leghorn, all of whom are voiced by Jeff Bergman as well as Daffy Duck and Marvin the Martian, both voiced by Eric Boza and others. Lola Bunny also is in the movie and is being voiced by Zendaya. The Goon Squad, which is the opponent squad, is all played by real-life NBA and WNBA players. We have Aneka Ogwimike, that plays Neka, Clay Thompson as Redfire, Diana Taurasi as White Mamba, Anthony Davis as The Bro and Damian Lillard as Kronos. Also in the movie are Ernie Johnson and Lil Rel Horry who appear as the game commentators. NBA players Kyrie Irving, Chris Paul, Draymond Green and Kyle Kuzma make cameo appearances as do WNBA players Cine Ogumeke and actor Michael B. Jordan. In the sequel of Space Jam, LeBron James will have to play a game of basketball to get his kid back that was kidnapped. Space Jam was a big success back then with Michael Jordan and now one of the best players from now is taking over in this sequel. Space Jam A New Legacy was released in several theaters in Europe yesterday, July 14, and is releasing in theaters in the US and other countries tomorrow, July 16, with also releasing on HBO Max in the US for a month, starting tomorrow, July 16. And at 2, we have the third and last part of the Fear Street trilogy. Fear Street Part 3, set in 1666. That's where everything started. Based on the book series of the same name by R. L. Stein, the movie follows the origins of the Sadie Sidekers and the witch trails that started it all. We will get to know the story of the witch and why she cursed the town of Sadieside. Meanwhile, the teenagers in 1994 and 1978 try to finally put an end on the curse before it's too late. The cast of the previous two movies are back, with them playing different roles of characters set in 1666. We have Kiana Madeira who is back as Dina, and she will also be playing the witch Sarah Fear. Jillian Jacobs and Sadie Singh are also back as the adult and young version of Ziggy Berman. Olivia Scott Wells as Sam Frazee and Hannah Miller, Benjamin Flores Jr. as Henry and Joss Johnson, Fred Hessinger as Isaac and Simon Kalivoda, Julia Rewald as Kate Smith and Lizzie, Emily Roth as Cindy Borman and Abigail, McCabe Sly as Tommy Slater and Matt Thomas, and Jordana Spiro as The Widow and Miss Lane. Some others are also back, like Ashley Sugarman as Serif Nick Good and Jordan Natali as Ruby Lane. Everything comes full circle in this last part that will change the lives of the Sadie Siders 
forever. This third and last part is once again directed by Lee Janiak, who also directed the other two parts. Fear Street Part 3 is releasing on Netflix tomorrow, July 16. So if you haven't seen the first two parts of the trilogy, you should do so now before the last one is coming tomorrow. It's an amazing trilogy which even I really like and I'm not that a fan of horror movies, so it really has to be good. Another thing that I was looking forward to we find at 3 is the second season of Never Have I Ever. The comedy drama coming of age series created by Millie Colling and Lang Fisher. The series that is partially based on Millie Colling's childhood and the Boston area is back for a second season in which we follow Davy, played by Maitreyi Ramaskrishnan. She's an Indian American girl who goes to school and is going through a typical teenage stuff. Also back in the second season are Purna Jagannathan as Davy's mother, Richa Moriani as Kamala, Davy's cousin, Ramona Jong and Lee Rodriguez as Davy's best friends, Eleanor and Fabiola, and Darren Barnett and Jaren Lewison as Paxton and Ben, Davy's two love interests. John McEnroe, who narrated the first season, is back to narrate the second season, and in the second season there was also some other people narrating. You will have to see the series to know who. Some new cast members are joining the second season, including Tyler Alvarez, Utkash Ambutkar, PJ Byrne, Megan Suri and Common. Season 2 starts where season 1 ended. Davy just kissed Ben after scattering the ashes of her father at the beach. In the second season, Davy will have to choose between Ben and Paxton to be her boyfriend. And she didn't have that much time because her mother decided that they are leaving the US to move back to India. So Davy wants to use the time she has left to have the most American teenage life possible. Season 2 of Never Have I Ever released on Netflix today, July 15, so you can go watch it now. And at 4 we have another great action movie, it's Gunpowder Milsake, an action thriller movie starring Karen Gillan, Lena Headey, Carla Gugino, Michelle Yeoh, Angela Bassett and Paul Giamatti. It's directed by Nawad Papusado and is about three generations of assassins. They will have to fight back against those who took everything from them. We follow Sam, played by Karen Gillan, with Freya Allen playing the young version of Sam, who is a British-American assassin. She saves a young girl, which gets her in the middle of a gang war. With the help of her mother and her hit woman sidekicks, they will have to join forces to fight against those who took everything from them. It's a movie full of action and adventure and a lot of gunfights. Gunpowder Milsake released on Netflix in several countries like the US, Canada and the Nordic countries yesterday July 14. In some other countries the movie releases in theaters starting today July 15 like in Australia, New Zealand and Portugal. Other countries like Germany, the UK, Ireland and Belgium will have to wait a little longer until after the summer. And if you're a fan of horror at 5 you have Another horror movie, it's Escape Room Tournament of Champions, the sequel to Escape Room from 2019. It's a psychological horror movie directed by Adam Robital and stars Taylor Russell, Logan Miller, Isabel Furman, Thomas Cockerell, Holland Roden, Carlito Olivero and India Moore. It's inspired by escape rooms that became very popular but then in a horror version where you can actually die. The movie follows a group of people who find themselves locked in another series of escape rooms, slowly uncovering what they have in common to survive. 
They join forces with two of the original survivors, Zoe and Ben, and they soon discover they've all played the game before. The group will have to find a way out to stay alive. Escape Room Tournament of Champions is coming in theaters tomorrow, July 16. And we're ending the 6th to see at 6 with Die in a Gunfight, a romantic war movie directed by Colin Sifley and written by Andrew Borrow and Gabriel Ferrari. It stars Diego Bonetta and Alexandra Daddario, who plays two lovers who are from two rival families, the Redcards and Gibbons. Ben is a rebel young man who falls in love with Mary, the daughter of his father's enemy. This stars a battle full of love, lust, revenge and betrayal. Also starring in the movie are Justin Chatwin, Travis Fimmel, Emmanuel Grigge, John Ralston, Michelle Nolden and Stuart Hughes. The movie is described as an updated version of William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Diana Gunfight is releasing in theaters and on video on demand in the US July 16. These are the 6 to see of uh, this week, later in the episode there are some other movies and series to see. But of course, first some news with new trailers that were released. We have some new trailers for upcoming movies with a new trailer for Ride the Eagle, a drama comedy movie directed by Trent O'Donnell who co-wrote the screenplay with Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson also stars in the movie alongside Susan Sarandon, Darcy Carden and J.K. Simmons. It follows Leif, who is left with a conditional inheritance when his estranged mother Honey dies. Before he can move into her picturesque Yosemite cabin, he has to complete her to-do list with his dog Nora. Ride the Eagle is releasing in theaters and video on demand July 30th. Got a new trailer for Sweet Girl, an action thriller movie directed by Brian Andrew Mendoza in his future directorial debut and starring Jason Momoa and Isabel Merced in the lead roles. They play father and daughter in the movie alongside Manuel Garcia Rolfo, Raza Jaffrey, Lex Scott Davis, Michael Raymond James and Amy Brenneman. Jason Momoa plays the role of a devastated husband who wants to bring justice to the people responsible for his wife's death while protecting the only family he has left, his daughter. Sweet Girl is coming on Netflix August 20th. I also got a new trailer for A Habit, a drama movie directed by General Sircliffe in her directorial debut. It stars Josie Howe, Bella Thorne, Gavin Rosdale, Hannah May Lee and Paris Jackson. The movie follows a group of friends who hide out dressed up as nuns when they run afoul of a dangerous drug lord. There has been some controversy about the movie, especially from the Christians and the church. Paris Jackson plays Jesus in the movie and some people are not that happy about that. There was even a petition to stop the movie from releasing, but that didn't work because it's still releasing and that August 20th. Got a new trailer for Queen Pins, a comedy movie written and directed by Aaron Godet and Gita Pulapili, with Ben Stiller being one of the executive producers of the movie. It stars Kristen Bell, Kirby Howell Baptiste, Paul Walter Hauser, Baby Rexa and Vince Vaughn. The movie is inspired by a true story and follows two housewives who create a $40 million coupon scam. Queen Pins is coming in theaters September 10. Got a new trailer for Blue Bayou, a drama movie written and directed by Justin Chon, who also stars in the movie. Alongside Valicia Vikander, Mark O'Brien, Lyndon Pam, Sidney Kowalski, Vonnie Curtis Hall and Emory Cohen. 
Blue Bayou had its world premiere at the Cannes Film Festival this week and will release in theaters September 17. And Disney is coming with another great movie and we got the first new trailer for the movie. It's titled Ensanto and is set in the fantasy version of Colombia. This computer animated musical fantasy comedy movie is directed by Byron Howard and Jared Bush, co-directed by Cherry Castro Smith, produced by Clark Spencer and with songs written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It follows a family called the Madrigals, who live in an enchanted town in the mountains of Colombia. Every child but one in their magical house has a unique ability such as strength or healing powers. Mirabel, the only ordinary child, discovers that the magic is under threat and she may be the only one able to save it. Ensanto is coming in theaters November 24. We also got the new trailers for upcoming series, with a new trailer for Oda Banks Season 2, the second season of the action-adventure mystery teen series. We will follow the teenagers again who have to overcome obstacles such as drugs, love, fighting, friendship, money and the disenfranchisement of being an American teen. Jay Stokes and Madeleine Klein are back as John and Sarah alongside Madison Bailey, Jonathan Davis and Woody Pencoe. The second season follows up to the first one with John and Sarah on the run wanted for murder. They were in the Bahamas and on a mission to get their treasure back. Meanwhile, the stakes for Kiara, Pope and JJ rapidly escalate back home. Looking at the trailer, this second season will be a wild ride. Season 2 of Odo Banks is coming on Netflix July 30th. Another Netflix series coming is Hit and Run and we got a new trailer for this new drama thriller mystery series starring Leo Gras and Sana Laten, who play a couple. It revolves around discovering dark truths about the ones we love and centers on a happily married man whose life is turned upside down when his wife is killed in a mysterious hit and run accident in Tel Aviv. He isn't sure if it was really an accident, so he digs deep to find what really happened. Hidden Run is coming on Netflix August 6. Got a new trailer for Mr. Corman, a comedy drama series created, written and directed by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He also stars in the series playing Mr. Corman, a public school teacher in the San Fernando Valley whose life we follow. Also starring in the series are Arturo Castro, Logic, Deborah Winger, Judo Temple, Jamie Chung, Hugo Weaving, Senan Woodward and Veronica Falcon. Mr. Corman is premiering on Apple TV Plus August 6. And later in the episode I will be talking about Marvel but first there is also another new trailer for the upcoming series What If. In this series we will follow different ways the events in the MCU could have happened if things were different. It asks the question, what if? Like, what if Peggy Carter used the serum instead of Steve Rogers? What if Tony Stark was rescued and never became Iron Man? The series will go on in a lot of different ways and will explore in all the different things that could have happened if things would have gone different than we know. What if is coming on Disney Plus August 11. And besides Marvel, we also have DC that is back with a new trailer for season 3 of Titans, the DC series based on the DC comics theme Teen Titans. It follows the group of young heroes with Joan forces in their fight against evil. Back for this third season are Brenton Waits, Anna Diop, Tegan Croft, Ryan Potter, Connor Leslie, Curran Walters, Joshua Orpen, Alan Richardson and Minka Kelly, 
were joined by season 2 guest star Damaris Lewis and series newcomer Savannah Wells playing Barbara Gordon, Jaylee Corgo will play the role of Tim Drake and Vincent Kortheiser as Dr. Jonathan Crane aka Scarecrow. This third season will follow the Titans and their journey to Gotham City where they reunite with old friends and face new threats including Jason Todd who will be the villain known as Red Hood in the season. And it will also focus more on Cory aka Starfire and her sister Blackfire. Season 3 of Titans is releasing on HBO Max in the US August 12th. And we're ending the new trailers with a new trailer for Scenes from a Marriage, a new limited series which is an adaption of the classic Ingmar Bergman drama. It stars Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain who play a couple in a serious crisis. Scenes from a Marriage is coming on HBO this September. Besides new trailers, there's also other movie and series news, starting with news about the upcoming action movie Red Notice. The release date for this movie has been announced. It stars Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds and they will go head to head in this crime action movie. Red Notice is coming on Netflix globally November 12th. Netflix also announced another new movie they're working on, it's a Hitchcockian thriller from director Charlie McDowell and it's titled Windfall. Starring in the movie are Jason Segel, Lily Collins and Jesse Plemons. And the movie follows a young couple who arrive at their vacation home to find it's being robbed. Also news about Lily Singh, she's joining the series Dollface for season 2. This comedy series created by Johnny Wise stars Kat Dinglings, Brenda Song, Say Mitchell and Esther Povitsky. In the series about female friendship, Lily Singh will play Liv, a queer bar owner with a confident sense of humor who explores both a relationship and a business venture with Stella played by Say Mitchell. The first season is now on Hulu and Disney Plus with the second season coming soon. And last week it was announced that Michelle Yeoh was joining the cast of The Witcher Blood Origins. Now another new cast member has been announced. Sophia Brown will replace Jodie Turner-Smith as the lead character Ailey. Ailey is an elite warrior turned nomadic musician with the voice of a goddess. And talking about The Witcher, this is not the only news about the franchise. Last week on Friday there was WitcherCon. There was interviews with the cast of the show and also with creators of the video games. We got a new teaser and some new looks of season 2 of The Witcher with also the release date that was announced and the titles of the episodes were revealed, but only the last one that stays top secret for now. Season 2 of The Witcher is coming on Netflix later this year and that on December 17. Besides season 2 of The Witcher and the prequel we already know is coming, a new anime movie of this franchise was also announced. It's titled The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf and is coming on Netflix August 23rd. Talking about conventions, Comic Con at Home is coming back and that next week from July 23rd to July 25th. They announced the program last Friday which has some interesting panels. Marvel and DC won't be present to talk about their movies, but there are still some interesting panels from several shows, like DC's Legends of Tomorrow, The Mysterious Benedict Society, Rick and Morty, Family Guy, The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead and Doctor Who. 
Netflix will also be back with panels about the first three trilogy, Lucifer, the new on Code Van Damme movie, The Last Mercenary, and Army of Thieves. You can go take a look at the full schedule on the website of Comic-Con. And besides conventions, there's also one of the biggest film festivals happening, the film festival The Cannes. It started the last week with the opening film Annette. This weekend, on Saturday, the Festival de Cannes is ending and then we will finally know who takes home the Palme d'Or this year. It was an amazing festival already, big stars represent, the French Dispatch from director Wes Anderson finally premiered and a lot of big stars were there at the premiere of the movie including Taylor Swinton, Adrian Brody, Bill Murray, Owen Wilson and Timothy Chalamet. Some other great movies also had their premiere like Stillwater with Matt Damon, Titan, Benedetta, Black Day and the Belgian movies Amond and La Seville. Saturday it's ending with the closing film OSS 117 from Africa with Love and the ceremony where we'll know who takes home the awards. And before talking about some Belgian news, there's one more thing to talk about. The Emmy Awards. The nominations for this Television Academy Awards were announced this week. A lot of great shows were nominated for several Emmy Awards including The Crown, The Queen's Gambit, Lovecraft Country, WandaVision and Mare of Easttown. HBO and Netflix are the two streaming platforms with the most nominations. HBO has 130 and Netflix has 129 nominations. The two series nominated the most with 24 nominations are The Crown and The Mandalorian. They are followed by WandaVision which has 23 nominations. The other Marvel series The Falcon and The Windy Soldier also has been nominated for several awards. In the drama category, the series nominated are The Boys, Bridgerton, The Crown, The Handmaid's Tale, Lovecraft Country, The Mandalorian, Pose and This Is Us. Both Olivia Colman and Emma Corrin are nominated as lead actress in the drama series alongside Uzo Aduba, Elizabeth Moss, MJ Rodriguez and Jeremy Smollett. MJ Rodriguez is making history being the first transgender person to earn an Emmy nomination in a major acting category. For lead actor in the drama series we have Scarlett K. Brown, Jonathan Mayers, Joss O'Connor, Reggie Jean Page, Billy Porter and Matthew Rice. For supporting actress in the drama series only three series have a chance to win it. The Henry's Tale that has four actresses, The Crown that has three and then there is Arjuno Ellis from Lovecraft Country. For supporting actor in the drama series there is some more variation. The Henry's Tale has the most again with three actors nominated for the award alongside The Mandalorian, Perry Mason, The Crown, This Is Us and Lovecraft Country. In the category of limited series or TV movie, we have I May Destroy You with Michaela Cole also nominated for lead actress, Mayor of Easttown with Kate Winslet nominated for lead actress, The Queen's Gambit with Anya Taylor Joe nominated for lead actress, The Underground World Road, and of course the Marvel hit series WandaVision with both lead stars nominated for lead actress and lead actor. In the comedy category, the comedy series nominated are Blackish, The Flight Attendant, Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, Hex, The Comiskey, Method, Pin 15 and Ted Lasso. For lead actress in the comedy series we have Eddie Bryant, Kaylee Kuoko, Alison Janey, Tracy Ellis Ross and Jean Smart. 
Well, for lead actor, we have Anthony Anderson, Michael Douglas, William Macy, Jason Sudeikis, and Kenan Thompson. For supporting actor and actress in the comedy series, we have several SNL members and several cast members from Ted Lasso. For the full list of nominees, you can go on the official website of the Emmys, which is emmys.com. There you can find all the shows that are nominated for an award. The Emmy Awards will be shown on CBS and Paramount Plus September 19. And the Belgian news of this week is about director Lucas Dont. His future debut Girl was a big success and now he started shooting his second movie. It's titled Close and stars some young talents alongside Emily Duquesne and Leah Drucker. The movie follows two best friends, Leo and Remy, whose friendship is cut short. Leo, who is confused and doesn't understand why, looks for answers by meeting Remy's mother. It will be another great and touching movie from the Belgian director. And now it's time for the throwback of this week. This week it has been 8 years ago that one of my all-time favorite shows premiered. It's one of the shows that started it all for Netflix. It's based on a true story and the book of the same name and it's Orange is the New Black. It premiered on Netflix 8 years ago and ended 2 years ago in 2019 after 7 seasons. The series is inspired by the true story and memoir of the same name by Piper Kerman. It's created by Genji Cohen and stars Taylor Schilling as the lead role of Piper. She's joined by an ensemble cast, which includes Laura Preppen, Daniel Brooks, Natasha Leon, Uzu Aduba, Kate Mulgrew, Turn Manning, Selene Sleva, Dasha Polanco, Adrian Moore, Samira Wiley, Jail Stone, Laverne Cox, Diane Guerrero, Jackie Cruz, Leah Delaria, Elizabeth Rodriguez, Jessica Pimentel, Laura Gomez, Alicia Rayner, and Nick Sando. Orange is the New Black is Netflix's most watched as well as its longest running original series. It was nominated for a lot of awards and also won several. In total, the series was nominated for 16 Emmy Awards, winning 4. 12 of those nominations, including Outstanding Comedy Series, Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series and Outstanding Directing for a Comedy Series, were for the first season winning 3 of them. For its second season, the series received four Emmy nominations, including Outstanding Drama Series and Uzu Aduba Wuwon for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series. Orange is the New Black is the first series to score Emmy nominations in both comedy and drama categories. It has also received six Golden Globe Award nominations, six Writers Guild of America Award nominations, a Producers Guild of America Award, an American Film Institute Award and a Peabody Award. The series is one of the best series Netflix made. Shows the life of women in prison and how the legal system can be corrupt and racist. It also shows how people adapt to the situation they are in and how they can change. The series was one of the first series I saw on Netflix and I became an instant fan. I love the show and the cast, there's a lot of diversity in the cast with a lot of queer characters and a lot of women in front and behind the camera. Owners is the New Black is one of my favorite shows and will stay that way. It has a great mix of drama and comedy and tells the stories that need to be told. The makers of the show used the news and the things that were happening in real life in the show making it even more real. 
I watched the show with a laugh and a cry and will watch it again for sure. I already saw the whole series several times and will still want to watch it again and again. It stays good and it stays actual. So if you haven't seen Orange is the New Black yet, you really should. You can watch all 7 seasons on Netflix. And I'm ending the episode of this week with some other movies and series to see. For horror fans, besides the First Fit trilogy and the Escape Room sequel, there's also a classic horror story, a new Italian horror movie directed by Roberto De Feo and Paolo Stripoli, who also wrote it together with Lucio Pesana, David Bellini and Milo Dizone. It stars Matilda Lutz, Will Merrick, Julia Sobel, Justin Korovkin, Pepino Mazzotta, Cristina Donadio, Francesco Russo and Alida Baldari Calabria. The movie follows a group of strangers who get lost in the woods and there weird things start to happen. The group will have to fight to get out alive. It's just like the title says, a classic horror story. It's full of horror, suspense and scary stuff. A classic horror story released on Netflix yesterday, July 14. Then there's Out of That, a new crime thriller movie directed by Mike Burns and starring Bruce Willis and Jamie King. Follows retired cop Jack Harris and his niece Shannon. In the rural mountain town they live in, the service department is very corrupt and works together with criminals dealing in illegal stuff. When Shannon witnesses one of the corrupt cops killing one of the dealers, Jack will have to protect his niece who is chased by the cops and the criminals. Out of that is coming in select theaters and on video on demand tomorrow, July 16. Also releasing tomorrow in theaters in the US is Speak, a new drama movie written and directed by Michael Sarnowski. It stars Nicolas Cage, Alex Wolf, and Adam Arkin. It follows Rob, a truffle forager whose beloved truffle finding pig goes missing. He does everything he has to do to find his beloved pig. Pig is coming in theaters in the US tomorrow, July 16. And besides these movies, there are also some other new series that are releasing and that were released. First of all, we have The White Lotus, a new satire comedy miniseries created by Mike White. The series focuses on the lives of the staff and guests at a tropical resort over the course of a week. We follow the staff working at the resort doing their best while the guests enjoy their vacation. It consists of six episodes and is a social satire series set in a resort in Hawaii. It stars Murray Barlett, Connie Britton, Jennifer College, Alexandra Daddario, Fred Hessinger, Jake Lacey, Brittany O'Grady, Natasha Rothwell, Sydney Sweeney and Steve Zahn. The miniseries is funny but also a little weird. The White Lotus premiered on HBO last Sunday July 11 with a new episode coming weekly. Then there's also Smigadoon, a new musical comedy series created by Cinco Paul and Ken Dario, with all songs written by Paul, who also serves as a showrunner. The series stars Cecily Strong and Keegan Michael Key in the lead roles, with also Ellen Cumming, Fred Armisen, Christine Chenoweth, Aaron Freed, Dove Cameron, Ariana DeVos, and Jamie Camel, starring in the series. Jane Krakowski and Martin Sword also guest star in the series and it follows a couple on a backpacking trip who discover a magical town called Smigadoon, which is in a golden age musical. They find out they cannot leave until they find true love. The title and concept is a parody of the 1947 Broadway musical Brigadoon. Smigadoon is releasing on Apple TV Plus tomorrow July 16. 
And then there's also Surreal Estate, a new sci-fi paranormal drama series created by George Olsen. It stars Tim Rosen in the lead role of Luca Roman, a well-dressed real estate agent who specializes in selling haunted homes. Also starring in the series are Sarah Lively as agent Susan Ireland, Adam Carson as paranormal researcher and former Catholic priest Phil Orley, and Maurice Dean Wint as technology specialist August Ripley. Savannah Basley, Daniel Reed and Jennifer Dale also star in supporting roles and Melanie Scofano appears as a guest star in one of the episodes playing Harper North, a quirky and timid young woman. Besides guest starring in the series, they also directed two episodes of the series. If you're a fan of Winona Earp, you will love to see Tim Rosen and Melanie Scofano in this new series. Surreal Estate premieres on Sci-Fi in the US and on CTV Sci-Fi Channel in Canada tomorrow, July 16. And I want to end this episode with Marvel. More specific, a movie I talked about last week and a series I already talked about when it premiered and that ended yesterday. The last episode of the Marvel series Loki was released on Disney Plus, so I want to talk about that. We went a wild ride together with Loki and all his other variants, especially Sylvie, and what a series it was. Marvel once again did an amazing job with this series, it started a lot of things that will be talked about and used in future Marvel movies and series, being one of them, the multiverse. I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't tell too much, but fans of Lovecraft Country will see a familiar face this last episode because we have Jonathan Mayers as a special guest in the episode. And he plays a special and important role. At the end of the episode we also got amazing news, there's officially a second season coming of Loki. So that means we will see even more of him. Besides Loki ending, I finally got to see Black Widow. It finally released in theaters and on Disney Plus last Friday and I went to see it in the movie theaters. I was so happy to finally be in a movie theater to see a movie and Black Widow was the perfect movie for that. I really loved it. It was amazing. Scarlett Johansson is amazing in it as always and I also really love Florence Pug as Yelena. She's funny and she's really great in the action scenes. David Harbour, who I mostly know from Stranger Things, does an amazing job too. He's really great as Red Guardian and I hope to see more of him as that character. Just like Fronsberg as Lilena was amazing. You already know she will be in the upcoming Marvel series Hawkeye. Especially when you see the post credit scene, you start to know why she will be in that series. And that post credit scene in which you can see a familiar face if you saw the Falcon and the Winter Soldier just broke my heart. I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't say more, but just so you know, when you watch Black Widow, stay until the very end to see the post credit scene. You don't want to miss it. So this was the episode of 6 to see of this week. I hope you enjoyed some of the movies and series I talked about. I will be, I will be watching and binging Never Have I Ever season 2 tonight. And tomorrow it's time for the last and third part of Fear Street. Next week, a new episode of Six to See with six new movies and series to see. Six, 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 six